Hey folks, Armin Hammer here, and today we're going to be taking a final look at the Mid-Atlantic CrossFit Challenge, including who the winners are and what lessons we can learn from this event. So the final day at the MAC was a really exciting one because there were still so many events and so many points still available for the athletes, and really it came down to performances on a couple of those final events, which made the difference between who won the men's and the women's divisions and who took second place. On the men's side, the champion was John Paul Hethcock, an athlete you probably haven't heard of but has an interesting story because he was invited at the last second to compete at the MAC when someone on the roster had to drop out. They just backfilled up with the next man up and that happened to be J.P. Hethcock, an athlete who showed up to the MAC after really having sort of middle of the road performances at regionals over the past couple years and was able to beat four CrossFit Games veterans straight up in a weekend of competition, which is very impressive to see. On the women's side, the champion was Meg Reardon, a CrossFit Games veteran who competed in 2016 at the Games, but hasn't qualified since, and really put together a fantastic final day of competition. When going into the last day, Danny Spiegel has a huge lead over the rest of the field, Meg Reardon was able to sort of ignore all those, all that information, ignore all those details, focus on what she can do and put together four very strong events to just barely eke out the win at the end of the weekend. It, it truly was a, a, an awesome performance on her end to just be able to see her put the blinders on, perform at the highest capacity that she has on each of those final workouts, and just allow her abilities to speak for themselves. At the end of the weekend, on the team side, Invictus X was on top of the podium. The same Invictus X that took a podium spot at the 2018 CrossFit Games, so clearly very talented. And in my last video, I misspoke about the members of that team. It's uh, Sam Dancer, Chantal Lohner, uh, Maddie Myers and Holden Rethwill, and they were able to hold off Misfit, a, a team of four very talented individual CrossFit Games athletes, uh, essentially the entire weekend. They held on to their lead right from the get-go and never gave any room for Misfit to capitalize and, and overtake them on the leaderboard, which is obviously an impressive feat, especially considering how good individually the Misfit athletes are, but it really does come down to the capacity of these people to work together on a team, and that's something I really liked about the events that we saw at the MAC on the team side because it really did force the athletes to know exactly where their strengths and weaknesses were as a group and how they can both minimize their weaknesses but also maximize their strengths. At the end of the day, I think the MAC did a pretty good job and their broadcast was really solid. They seemed to be running on time. The leaderboard was updated relatively quickly and frequently. These are all things that made following the event as a spectator really, really easy to do and you know, not a, not a pain or a hassle at all. That said, the MAC and every other sanctional have a couple things they need to dial in in order to be the well-oiled machines that regionals were. And specifically, I think the point scale needs to be looked at because many of these events were using the point scales that CrossFit developed for the games and regionals, a point scale that rewards athletes for finishing very high up, but doesn't necessarily punish them as badly for finishing near the bottom of workouts. That's totally fine. The problem is that point scale that CrossFit developed is made for a field of 40 competitors because that's how many athletes were competing at regionals and how many athletes were competing at the games. 
And now that many of these sanctionals do not have fields of 40 competitors at the Mac, it was, it was half or slightly less than half that, we're really seeing the problems with this point scale being adopted across the board with no editing coming into play. This isn't so much a problem of the absolute number of points being provided as much as it is a problem of the difference between certain positions on the leaderboard. And a really easy example of this is if you look at the difference between first place and last place. When you have a field of 40 competitors, like you would at regionals or the games, first place gets 100 points, last place gets zero points. But when you have a field that's half of that or around half of that, like what we saw at the MAC, the points differential is actually much different. You have first place getting 100 points and last place getting 40 points. And that that's a really big difference. It makes a difference in terms of where the athletes are gonna fit, how many points they can earn over the course of a weekend of events, and, and where the competitive pushes have to happen in order for athletes to gain points. Because when you're gaining that many points for being in last place, you're not really getting separated as much as you possibly could be. And I think this is a relatively easy thing to solve, but it's something that needs to be looked at for many of the events upcoming because they need to be able to have a scoring system that scales appropriately with the number of athletes that they're going to be dealing with. And I have no idea how the games are gonna be dealing with scoring when there's so many new competitors showing up. I and mean, we've talked so much about the potential of the games just sort of having a bunch of events where they just cut the field by half every single event for the first couple days and then they end up with 10 athletes competing over the course of the, the final two days of the competition. And that's a structure that I've heard repeated by a lot of different people involved in CrossFit and putting together sort of the structure of the games. But even if that's not accurate and you're cutting down to 10 athletes, you need to have a point system that is designed for 10 athletes or a point system that's designed for 20 athletes, however many they get to. It's just something that needs to be resolved in order for the competition to proceed as you would want it to proceed. Remember folks, there's a whole lot going on in our sport and it's easy to miss some of the most interesting and exciting stories. That is what I am here for. I cannot thank you guys enough for all of your support. If you do enjoy this content, please like it share it, subscribe, tell your friends about it. Let's keep this train rolling. Let's keep this community growing. Let's keep 